Welcome to Menu, the Feel Good Food Stories podcast. Whoop, whoop. Okay, so I'm serving up a starter, main and dessert of good food, chat, joy and laughter. And that's going to be from myself and my brilliant guests that I have on every week. There's a big dollop of food joy. So pop your napkin on your lap and let's get stuck in. Our menu this week, my guest is Cherish Finden. Cherish is from Bake Off the Professionals, Channel 4, Tuesdays, 8pm. You can see Cherish in all her glory. Got that beautiful bright red hair and that blunt fringe. I love the look. She's my guest and she's got a great story. Definitely listen to her and kind of how she got into what she does. It's it's really interesting. It was a good good to have a chat with her about that. So have a listen to that. I also talk about the Birmingham Food Festival. That's in this week's podcast. And I ask the question on my lips at least is are you a sniffer? I need to know. So have a listen and then tell me if you are or not (laughs) if you want to admit to such a thing who knows anyway that is all coming up in this week's menu Next up is my interview with Cherish Finden. Cherish is one of the judges on Bake Off the Professionals, which is currently on Channel 4 on a Tuesday. And um, yes, me and Cherish met in person. Um, Try to think where we met now. Oh, yes, that was it, at the Shen Young Chef competition. That's the one. We met there. Um, we tried to find a quiet corner. Wasn't really a thing in a chef competition because everyone's crashing around and stuff cooking things which is fair enough because it's competition so um you can hear that in the background which is quite nice actually but um yes we found a spot and we had a chat and this is how it went i'm cherish finden um cherish finden that's it (laughs) i love the way you put your arms up like that it's like an announcement (laughs) okay so how did you get into the business how did that all happen Well, it's because my father is very sick and I need to take over to cook for the family. And that is how simple it is. And it's actually quite interesting. Mum used to give me $3, which is equivalent to about uh, UK a pound. And I have to create my own menu. And that is how I get into cooking. Wow, I love that. So from young, you were like budgeting and you had to do the resource. You were... Menu planning as well. (laughs) (laughs) You were doing it all. Yeah. So how old were you when you took over the business? Well, um, mum has to go out to work because my dad has a stroke. So I yeah. was about maybe eight, nine years old. Oh. Yes, I remember that I have to cycle to the wet market, what we call a wet market, the yeah. open market. Yeah. And we, I just buy the most economy things like we have rice with eggs, you know, there's five of us. Okay. A very simple dinner, yeah. just plain rice. Yeah. And then I cook an omelette and that is our meal. Okay. Hmm. And you're the oldest, so you're the oldest. I'm the youngest. Oh. So how come? What happened to the oldest? Why didn't they do all the work? I don't know. Yes. I need to complain to my mum. You do? Yeah. Maybe she thought you were more responsible. 
Well, I think I take on because I love cooking. Yeah. I just I just like to mingle around with my mom yeah. when she's cooking in the kitchen. Yeah. And it's actually quite interesting because we don't have a table. We usually sit down on the floor okay. and then we cook on the floor. So it's ever ever so interesting. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So when you were young, so obviously you love cooking. Sounds like you've always been cooking from a young age. Was there anybody that inspired you to do that in the family? I think it's my grandmother. My grandmother, she's a Peranakan. So it's a mixture of Chinese and a bit of a Malay kind of cuisine. Um, and my grandma used to sit down and then we used to make pineapple tart and we just crumble the butter, the flour, the sugar with our hand yeah. and then we make it into a little nice little tart and we have a pencil that we clip at the side of the uh, tart casing yeah. and then we cook a very nice apple jam where we cook it with pandan leaf, a bit of cinnamon, a bit of clove yeah. and cook it, reduce it right down and that is where I pick up my cooking from as well, from my uh, grandmother. Okay. Mm. And in terms of the kind of food, because I know, because obviously we all know Cherry, she's off the, bake off the professionals, and I love your criticism, you're so sharp to the point, I love it, I always tweet about you, but, um, so when you, how did you get to that stage then, because obviously, you know, you say you was cooking when you was young, and next thing you know, you're on the telly, how did you get to there? Well, I, I, I... I think it's hard work. Yeah. Nothing come easy. No. It's not that you go to school, uh, uh, being a, a student in a particular school, and you become a superstar. For me, uh, it takes a lot of determination, yeah. a lot of passion, yeah. and you need to be really focused. And I, I remember I always give myself a goal where I said that I want to enter a competition. I was very competitive when I was very young. However, I always give myself a set of targets to hit. And when I hit that target, I'll give myself the next set of goal. And I think by giving goal, you have something to work towards to. And that, for me, is very powerful. Yeah. yeah, so what you're saying is you don't just rest once you've got to that next stage. You have to keep going and go in order to improve, isn't it? Yeah. To be better. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that uh, during your journey, there is time that you'll be slept and you, 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 uh, you'll fall. Yeah. But you never give up. Yeah. You cry behind the scene. You don't let anybody know about how sad you are. And that is how determined I am. I have been slept down many, many times. Mm -hmm. But I stand up. Yeah. I start working. Yeah. And I never give up till I reach my goal. Yeah, you mm. keep strong. Yeah. Keep it strong. Yeah, that's yes. a good message for other people because I know that in the industry, in terms of chefs, and I mean, there's a lack of people coming through, isn't there? We need more people in hospitality. Yeah, and also um, the chef, the younger generation chef, have to be very mindful that is um, uh, what they see is in Instagram. Yeah. It is good. However, sometimes it is not as realistic as it is. So I think the chef have to take the steps to reach where they wa they wanted to reach themselves. Yeah, yeah. Because I know what you mean about Instagram. I think a lot of the time it's very um, it's quite instant as well, isn't it? I'm a star, and then you know within almost some, some like overnight success so it seems but it's never like that is it but i'm not saying that instagram is not good no, because no. you take a lot of inspiration yes. i mean when you put out something in the uh, instagram it's so inspiring yeah. it motivate you as well yeah. so that is good there's pro and there's con as yeah, well yeah mm. no i totally understand what you're saying after the kind of success 
of Bake Off and all that. What was next for you then? What did you want to concentrate on? Well, um, what I really want to concentrate on myself is to go for more classes, yeah. like the video classes, the photography classes, uh, the video content, uh, go for poetry classes. I, I would like to enrich myself yeah. because I felt that um, learning is always a journey. It is not a destination and you always have to, to enrich yourself to know what is the trend, what is in the market. Um, yeah. Yeah. Keep on top of it, don't you? Yeah. 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 I remember we were talking to to the, the guy from the Shangri-La. We were talking about the videos, well, when you wanted to learn the video, and I know what you mean because it's helpful to do things yourself. Yeah. You, you know, if you can do it yourself, you don't have to rely on someone. Then. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I noticed you were talking no, to about totally that. Totally understand. It's just like cooking, or it's just like baking. It is not taking the recipe. I'm a chef. You need to understand. Look mm. at each individual ingredient. Yeah. Analyze it. What? Why do I put lemon into that ingredient? Yeah. Is it to activate certain product, or how do I actually activate bicarbonate of soda? Do I need an acid or do I need an alkaline? Yeah. It's not just cooking. You need to understand the science and the how, the why, yeah. and the when is super powerful for yeah. me. Yeah. So yeah, it's not just. You've got to know the background as well, haven't you? In yes. Order to, I suppose it makes the ingredients work harder as well, doesn't it, by doing that? Yeah, and then uh, by understanding what marriage together yeah. very perfectly is very important. Yeah. What is the texture combination? When you eat something, what actually put a smile on someone's face? Is it the texture profile? Is it the smoothness? Is it the um, ingredient combination? What is that that will put a smile on the face? Yeah. It's not just cooking. But understanding what is the need of the consumer yeah. is super important. Yeah, no, I'm glad you say that because I think that that does make a difference. I think sometimes things are very pretty, but they don't always taste. Don't taste good. And it's very important that to become an outstanding chef, yeah. to win the competition. For me personally, you need to think outside the box or sometimes you need to throw away the box. <laughs> and sometimes I do not follow rule. Yeah. It's rule is very important, don't get me wrong. But yeah. sometimes you have to think outside the box in order to be outstanding. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. need to throw, throw things out to kind of bring things in, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I know what you mean. So, when you go out to eat in restaurants and stuff, is there anything that kind of is a little bit annoying? Like, if it's bad service or the food's maybe not hot, is there anything that you think, oh gosh, when because, you go out? I mean, there's a, a thousand things that can go wrong when you go out and yeah. eat. I mean, I, I, I don't eat uh, Michelin star restaurant every day. I'm a very uh, easy, contented yeah. uh, chef <laughs> to feed. Like but when I have a piece of chicken, it needs to be moist, it needs to be well uh, yeah. cooked, yeah. Um, it needs to season to perfection. Mm. Just give me a beautiful piece of steak. I need not have anything on it. Salt and pepper, very well cooked and moist in the center and that is what I'm looking for. I mean doing things to perfection is what I'm craving for yeah. and up to today I think I'm still still craving for perfection. <laughs> Maybe you'll never stop. Maybe that's a good thing to keep on striving then don't you? Yes. So, not yes. And do you have any strange kind of food combinations? Is there things that you eat that people think cherish I cannot believe you're eating that? Well um, to be fair I have to tell you one thing. Okay. <laughs> I don't like banana. Don't, yeah. That is the one fruit 
Oh, then there's a couple fruit that I don't oh, eat. Nice. It's durian. Durian is one of them. It's oh, king of the fruit in Asia. Okay. It's quite spiky. Okay. It's very creamy. Yeah. It's very, very uh, uh, satisfying when you eat it. But the taste, I just could not take the taste. Oh, not for you. No. So that and banana, never. No. 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 Okay, fair enough. Mmm. 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 So this year, or this summer, I should say, could be the summer of solo dining for me because I've just looked at the Birmingham uh, Restaurant Festival and it's looking good. There is some good restaurants on here and, you know, some of them are a bit pricey. They're known for being pricey, but their prices are a little bit lower. So it makes it a little bit more accessible. Obviously, you know, if your price point is just not 50-odd quid per person, like if you go into Aurel or whatever it is, then, it's, you know, it's never going to, you're never going to go because it's not for you and you can't afford it, and I totally get that. So, um, but there are some others which are, you know, a good price, quite reasonable actually for three courses, sometimes four courses. I'm like, mm, I'll get my little solo eating on because, yeah, that's something that people do, isn't it? And I mean, I've done it before, it's not a problem, but I think I might proper go for it this time. <laughs> now I know that the um, the Birmingham Restaurant Festival's on. And it actually runs from the 28th of July to the 27th of August. So there's a good month there to get out and eat, you know, whether that's solo or whether, you know, you go with friends. But yeah, I would say if you're in Birmingham, surrounding areas, West Midlands, even further afield, come up and check these out because they actually do look good so I'm going to send off my whatsapps later today and just get people involved because I think it needs to be done and I think you need to do it as well <laughs> there you go public service announcement <laughs> and I've just realized after saying how great the Birmingham restaurant festival looks I haven't really told you how to go and look at info have I so I would just go into Google and put in Birmingham Restaurant Festival rather than me giving you the whole URL because it's like kind of long. So do that and then you'll see all the restaurants that are participating. You'll see kind of how much they're charging for, you know, their festival menu, whether that's two, three, four courses. And you can also see kind of, you know, if they're dog friendly and what the dress code is and all the rest of it, you know, if you've got a dog, I don't have a dog, so that don't bother me. But I shouldn't say that doesn't bother me because I'm not that keen on dogs in restaurants. I'm sorry. Don't care if I lose people on that. Don't really like it. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, but um, it will tell you all those things. So if you're a bit like me and think, mm, don't really want dogs sniffing around the place, then, yeah, you just know to go to the ones that aren't dog friendly. But, yes, all the info's there. Go have a look and go get your grub on. Okay, going to have to forgive the slight croakiness of the voice because um, I started the Birmingham Restaurant Festival journey yesterday. Yesterday being Saturday, Saturday night. And um, <laughs> don't ask me why. I just didn't, I just didn't think about like the place that I'm going to if you know what I mean. So I went to Manahatta, 
I feel like I feel like always saying Manhattan because it's like it's um it's a bar but it does food as well. It's in city centre. I think it's Temple Temple Street, and um it's kind of got this American diner type of vibe doesn't look like an American diner but the food's kind of on that level um but yeah it's called Manhattan and I feel like it's supposed to be Manhattan I think they're playing on words anyway went there booked it for 8 15 it was late but there was no other slots left when we got in there me and my friend I was like oh my god it's like <laughs> proper club vibes I was like couldn't hear each other <laughs> just basically eating the food shouting Hence the croakiness of the voice. But food-wise, it was good. I mean, the deal was, or the the restaurant um, festival menu was, three courses for £20, which is cheap these days, you know what I mean? But actually, the food quality for what it was, was good. It was good. I would recommend it. I had salt and pepper squid, nice, had a little dip, good. I had the dog the American hot dog and that was nice well presented and the actual like sausage was good it was tasty it had flavor and stuff in it but it had a hint of spice I was like mm. so that was good came with fries um and then the dessert was it's called little apple which were basically like little gyozas I think there was about three or four of them filled with apple and then there was like a little dipping sauce which is like a caramel dipping sauce and then there was an ice cream which was on a bed of like crumbs so it's a bit like a crumble as well apple crumble type thing you know what for 20 pounds I was impressed I wasn't expecting much really given the kind of place it is you know it's not known for its food it's more of a bar as I found out when we were people watching and my 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 <laughs> that was fun I loved that but I did love the menu as well so I thought you know what let me tell the good people that listen to menu about this because yeah it's worth going so um I'm off to some other places on the um the restaurant festival bandwagon <laughs> roadshow I'm going to a few others so I will take pictures then because I didn't take any yesterday and um I'll do a bit of commentary while I'm there as well uh yeah I'll do that so yes good stuff I enjoyed my night yesterday mm-hmm right quick one do you smell your food before you eat it like, do you do that? Like, I think people do that. Well, I don't think people do that. I know people that do that. I know a couple of people that do that. And I'm a bit like, hmm, it's like a bit like a baby would do. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> if they were unfamiliar, they'd just go like, hmm, no. <laughs> that was my baby voice impression, by the way. But, yeah, I find it a little bit weird when adults do it. I have to say, I think smelling food. When I say that, I mean, obviously, like, you smell food because going to a restaurant or whatever and you think mm, that smells nice or oh that don't smell good yeah you do that but when you actually you've ordered something so I'm guessing it's something you like and then you're smelling it I'm like well you ordered that so all right you're not gonna know the smell of it but you're gonna know it's I don't know cottage pie for example so yeah but yeah I find it a little bit weird just feel like it's a bit of a child thing to do but maybe it's not and maybe I just need to be a bit more alert to my 
sniffing senses and be like, mm, Karen, don't just shove food in your mouth, smell it, take in the aroma. Maybe it's that. I don't know, but I thought I'd ask the question. So I don't know if you do that. If you do, hit me up on my socials, at Craven K. I'm on Twitter and, well, it's not even Twitter now, is it? It's called X. I'm not calling it X. I'm calling it Twitter. So there you go. I'm also on Instagram under that handle. So yeah, let me know if you're a... <laughs> I was going to say, if you're a sniffer, which sounds disgusting, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Thanks for listening and get involved. You can like, comment and follow me on the socials. I'm on Twitter. I'm at Craven K7. That's C-R-A-V-E-N-K-7. I'm also on Instagram and I'm Craven K7 on there. And if you want to listen to this weekly, I know you do, what you'll need to do is you need to follow me. Follow me on Spotify, Apple, Anchor or Google Podcasts and you'll get notified every week and then you can get your teeth into more menu. Also, I suggest you share this with your good friends and your family because they will not want to miss out either. So why not do that while you're there? <laughs> do it. All right, then. That's me. Thanks for listening. Bye. Yay! Yay! Yay!